warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, reincarnated bibliophiles, childhood friends with a cute crush, medieval sensibilities, a can-do attitude, and a mysterious magic-draining disease. Listener discretion is advised. Monger View, episode 343, Ascension of a Bookworm. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Monger Review. Some podcasts and vague reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hey, I'm Greta. Yes, back again for another fun-filled, wonderful episode of this podcast. Hope you guys have been doing good. We've been doing pretty well, right? Very well, I would say. And also, since you know this is the day before the United States is one of their biggest holidays, Thanksgiving, we are going crazy prepping for relatives to come over. Yay, relatives. Woo! Yes. So, hopefully this episode finds you well and you're able to listen to it while you go somewhere to spend Thanksgiving if you celebrate Thanksgiving. If you don't, hopefully you guys enjoy this episode anyway because this is a fun episode, I think. And just remember, everybody's family's crazy. Yes. I remember at the beginning of this year we wanted to do the the holic style XXX um, tales from. We were going to do holiday episodes that Went out the window. We're still going to do stuff, but, you know, holiday preparation, that's a whole other thing we got to talk about eventually. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we won't. I don't know. We'll see. We're actually recording this a day before the day before Thanksgiving, so we're good. <laughs> Woohoo! Or is it two days before? doesn't matter. We're doing this in the past, so it's going to be the present and whatever. You guys will be listening to it in the future, so hello, future selves. Yes, exactly. And this is getting on a weird rant, but I think this is kind of fun. A little yes. bit. Anyway, if you're joining us for the first time, warning: who are these babbling crazy people? Well, we are Sparkin, some podcasts and vague reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. Pretty much what that means is every episode we talk about one or two geeky properties. Since this is the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. We tell you how the art style is, the characters are, the overarching plot, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You have to agree with anything that we say, but we try to be educational, exciting, enlightening, and... Kind of fun. Entertaining. Yeah. And we do the best we can, and we have a lot of episodes, about 560 episodes up on the internet, and you can find them at www.spireken.com. Just spell S-P-I-R-A-K-N, and you'll find us. Just remember, you got to put the www in front for some reason because there's an issue with the HTMLS. But never mind. Spireken.com, you'll find us. Where else can they find us? Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and, you know, Twitter. Basically, put us in your Google search bar. You'll find us. Yes, you will. Or you'll find some weird site in Siberia, which is promoting us for some odd reason. Siberians like us. It's okay. They do. Also, we got a lot of people who like us surprisingly in, besides the Czech Republic, a lot of people in... Well, the continent of Africa. That's kind of cool. We got some West Africans who are liking us, and I like that. But anyway, so with that in mind, let's get to it, shall we? Oh, before we forget, you can email us at zan, that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com. Eventually, I'll make the Greta at spirekin.com. Eventually. We'll see. Means, well, but, but yeah, so hope you guys have been doing well. As besides our preparation for Thanksgiving, which has been kind of going a little crazy, we've been catching up on a lot of the, the new series that are out right now, and kind of been geeking out and relaxing because we got a bunch of stuff from Anime NYC, which we talked about in the Anime NYC review. Well, I did anyway. 
Also, we've been preparing because since it is the end of a decade, I'm toying with the idea of doing a decade in review for manga and movies and maybe books. Probably not books because books are there a little bit too many of them and, you know. No such thing as too many books. No, but I mean to choose from. Nah. Because you have so many different topics. You have photography and literature and psychology and religion and various other things that some people really do enjoy. They're obsessed with it. And we're not that obsessed, even though we have one, two, three, four, five bookshelves. Six? We're not obsessed. One, two, we have a couple books. We're hooked on phonics. (laughs) They don't know what that is. (laughs) They stopped doing that years ago. Don't say phonics is not good. Anyway, so with that in mind, let's get to one of the newest things that everyone has been enjoying, and that is the releases for the week. And this is actually the release for November 26, 2019. And we got a decent selection, unlike last week where it was super huge and there was tons of stuff. This week, we've got... Still quite a few. 14 titles that are out, and I gotta say, the first one is actually makes me kind of smile because we reviewed it two episodes ago. What are we talking about? We're talking about... Blank Canvas, My So-Called Artist's Journey, or Kokaku Shigakika. The autobiographical story of the creator of Princess Jellyfish, the third volume. And like I said, we mentioned it back in episode 341. Check out that review where I geek out a little bit about it because it is it does cover the, well, the hardships of being an artist and having insane professors and why sometimes you do need that type of mentor who's going to push you. Not the levels of the guy from Whiplash, but kind of like that, where they like kind of push you to do the best you can. Whiplash was different because he wanted to do it for himself. Anyway, we digress. We have Cardcaptor Sakura, Clear Card, Volume 6, the manga. We have Fire Force, Volume 17, the manga. I don't know why we have 17 volumes, right? Yeah, Fire Force, that's interesting. Promare is better. <laughs> anyway, you have Generation Witch, Volume 5, the manga. You have If I Could Reach You to the manga. Uh, you have the special edition we talked about in the review that was being released this week. The special box set for the Magical Night Rare, the 25th anniversary manga set. This is hardcover with gold inlay. It's absurdly crazy how much work they're doing into this. Viz is going, or sorry, Kodansha is going all out into this one because, well, it's Magical Night Rare. That's the clamp. Well, it's the first of the, this is happy, it's happy, we swear it's happy. Then it does that horrible twist where, oh, this is really depressing and fucked up. There's Monster Girl, Doctor, Volume 5. Isn't that a light novel? Yes, it is. It is a light novel. And Monster it's got an anime coming out next year, which I'm surprised. It's another Monster Girl series, and this one, it's a guy who's a doctor for Monster Girls. It's a little bit better than I think the plus-sized elf. I know I keep bagging on plus size elf because that's just such a weird niche series where it's like a bunch of monster she girls. Doesn't really plus size. Though. Yeah, but the whole manga is about plus sized. No, but they all like were plus sized. Yeah. I mean, there's a plus sized dark elf who had a big butt. You had the plus sized orc who. Yeah, it's just it's this is anyway. Never mind. Um, if you are in the UK and Ireland today, the greatest movie ever that is better than Fire Force is coming out. Promare. Watch it. Studio Trigger did an amazing job. We reviewed this a couple episodes ago. Listen to our review and watch it and enjoy it. And I've got to say, great series. Um, you have Servamp, Volume 13, the manga. 
You have the Cornered Mouse Dreams of Cheese, the manga. And I've got to admit, that sounds intriguing. I'm curious what it's about. Right? It sounds like just... I'm thinking there's a mouse that's thinking about cheese. Might not be. It might be that it's someone who's, like, in a bad situation, and because of it, they're going to do something insane. Like, you know, like, the guy who has nothing to lose is going to do, you know, still dreams of money, and they've got nothing to lose, so you got to be worried. Hmm. Maybe. You have Turavu, volume 17 and 18 in the manga. Yukyu Holder. Manga. Volume 18. I'm surprised that that got a... There's so many. No, no. The fact is that it's a crappy sequel to Nagima, and why are there 18 volumes? I know he works... You know what? I'm not going to bitch about it. We've heard my feelings about Nagima and all that when we did the Nagima episode. Anyway, you have Witchcraft Works, volume 13, the manga, and finally, the last one we have is Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs, volume 7, the manga. So a lot of mid-grade stuff this week. I think there's only two that are relatively early on. If I could reach you in the Cornered Mouse Dreams of Cheese, everything else is far. You have to have read like at least nine volumes. And I've got to say, the ones I'm interested in are definitely Blank Canvas, like I said, totally worth getting. I want to check out the Cornered Mouse Dreams of Cheese and maybe Ray Earth because Ray Earth is... Kind of a weird Isekai series with giant robots. You want the mouse one just because you don't like cheese. You're intrigued. Um, no, I don't like hard cheeses. I like soft cheeses like mozzarella and parmesan. Mm. Anyway, do any of those sound interesting to you? Like Card Captors or Fire Force or Generation Witch or Monster Girl Doctor or Servamp? Generation Witch. Hmm. Servamp. Hmm. So, but yeah, this sounds good. You guys, and as we usually do, let us know what you guys are interested in. Which of these series do you want to pick up and read? Or which ones do you think that we should check out and put on our wheel of manga? I mean, clearly I cannot be the one that chooses because I say, oh, I mean, that sounds weird. And then that ends up being my favorite one. So yeah, let us know what you think. Spirekin at gmail.com or zanspirekin.com. And because we need a lot more books to read. Actually, no, we don't. We are super behind on books. We are like... <laughs> but we abs- like suggestions. Yeah, we're absurdly behind. How many books do we have to review so far? Or read that are not review copies? Just a few. I mean, I have nine sitting on my bookshelf right now. Plus Snow I Crash. three on my nightstand. Uh, yeah, that's the hazard of being someone who likes books. It's crazy. It's just... You know, you love collecting the books, and then you kind of get stuck on a book. We should have another podcast that's called From Your Nightstand. Well, speaking of which, we are doing the Spirekin bookshelf. Hmm. Interesting. And we might be doing some of the light novels that we're reviewing, especially because we've got absurd amount of light novels to review, including one about a girl who, in one night, covers four seasons. And we she got... just likes to walk on that girl. Yep. Or the one about the uh, one about the restaurant to another world that we reviewed the anime and the manga for. So we might have tried a couple of recipes from? Perhaps we have. Or better yet, we could actually review the free book we got from J Novel Club, which we're actually reviewing the manga today. And then we're going to be reviewing the anime when the season's over. And the manga that we're talking about is one which it was... Originally written as a novel by Mia Kazuki, and it was published by Shosuka Ni Naru 
back in 2013 and 2017. It was adapted into a light novel that was illustrated by uh, Yoshina, and this is being published by Toe Books, and J Novel Club is getting the first volume. Well, actually, the first two volumes online, they're releasing a legitimate physical copy, which is cool. Uh, you have the manga itself, which is what we're reviewing the first part of the manga, because it's actually broken into three parts. Part one, which was written by Mia Kazuki, illustrated by Suzuka, published by Toe Books, and the English publisher is J Novel Club. There's part two, which was 2015-2018, seven volumes, or not seven volumes, uh, two volumes, 2018 to present. Then there's the third volume, which is one volume. So long story short, you have a bunch of other volumes, and then you have the first series, which is seven volumes, illustrated by Shizuka, uh, 2015 to 2018, and that's what we're reviewing today. And it is a, how do we put this? It is a Senin uh, Izekai fantasy series. Would you say Slice of Life? Uh, a little Slice of Life. Or, or is it more like because there's a goal, it's not slice of life. It's not everyday things. I don't know. No, but there are a lot of everyday things. Yeah, there are. So it's kind of so we'll say a slice of life fantasy Izekai series, and it is a seven series. And the title of this manga is Hozuki no Gekokujo Shishio ni Naru Tame ni wa Shudan o Erandere Masen. Also known as Honzuki no Gekokujo. Or translated, there's multiple translations for the title. I want to live in a world with books, so I'm going to do it myself. But we know over here as... Ascendance of a Bookworm. Yes. It is a story that is we've all heard and we've reviewed so many times. A young girl is at her job. And what does she do at her job? She reads and curates books. She works in a bookstore. A great job. And her name is Motoko. It's a library. Well, it says bookshop or bookstore. Bookstore or something. But Motosu Urano, she's a young Japanese girl. And she's in her shop one day and suddenly an earthquake happens. And a huge bookshelf comes tumbling down upon her. And now, Urano is a huge bibliophile. She loves books. It's her life. She loves all types of books. All the information, all the words, all of it. She loves the smell of the books, the feel of the books, and all that. And the fact that she's getting killed by books is a funny irony. And as she is dying... She's feeling her life slipping away. And she simply says... I want to live in a world in my next life where I can read as many books as I want. And suddenly, she hears a weird voice, and she wakes up in bed. She feels really hot, and she doesn't know what's going on. And she looks down. Itty bitty little tiny hands. Yes, and she doesn't know what's going on. She's confused, and she's not in, in the bookstore. She's not in her home. She's in a house which is very, or a room which is very... Well, Dark, yeah. different, antiquated. It's medieval almost. She's in a big bed. There's no electric lights. There's a lantern, and it just is very dusty and dirty. And as she is sitting there, 
the door opens and a lady with green hair shows up and says, mine, and a bunch of gibberish that she doesn't understand. And she's like, who's this lady? What's she doing here? And then suddenly her brain clicks and a bunch of memories just shoot into her head. And she realizes, okay, I'm now in the body of a little girl named mine. And this is my mom. And crap, I'm in another world. I'm a little girl. And I have a family. I have a father named Gunther and a bigger sister named Tootie. And that's and now I'm in this world and they were taking care of me for some reason. And I'm pretty sure that the actual mind died and I'm in this body. And as she realized this, also her memories are being overwritten slightly. So like things that were really concrete are kind of becoming fuzzy. So her her real mom, uh, Urano's mom, who she loved, she, she can't, she's, she's forgetting how she looks. And in her place, mom is now the mom of mine. And it's kind of sad and it's, it, it's upsetting to her because she feels really bad that this, that she really loved her mom and her mom was really proud that she'd gotten a job at a bookshop. And then now she's, she's gone. Never to see her mom again. Yeah. And so she's, as she's kind of panicking because she still is a young woman. She has her faculties like, okay, okay, I can't, I can't deal with this. I can't stress about this. You know what? If I find a book. As long as I have books. It's all that matters. If only I had a book. If I have books, that it's become her safety blanket, essentially. She, oh, she gets up to find a book. Yes. Her, her new family asks how she's doing. Is she okay? What's wrong? And she asks for a book from her big sister. And her big sister's like, huh? Huh? What's what's a book? What is that? It's like, you know, I want a picture book. A picture book. And she's completely like, her big sister's completely flabbergasted. Doesn't know what she's talking about. And she says the best line in the manga ever. She says, damn you, translate, correct, auto-translate. Because her brain is now translating the language and it's not coming out. Her assumption is that it should be translating. Because she thinks that there has to be some sort of book here. And then her, uh, she's freaking out a little bit. And then her mom shows up and says, oh, she's not feeling well. It's like, I'm not going to be okay. I'm just... And like, we'll let her lie down. We're going to go. You're going to help me with the errands because your little sister isn't doing well. We'll leave mine here. She'll be okay. And as her big sister and her new mom disappear, mine is left to her own devices. And she thinks, okay, I'm going to go search for a book. I'm going to find one. And she ends up tearing the house apart. Makes a mess. After discovering that she's a little girl, like six years old, and she's kind of short, so she needs help getting to things like door handles. Especially an older, kind of stylized home where there's not necessarily door handles, but latches. You know, latches on the windows. Higher up. It's funny that she has to, like, build... Uh, essentially a big like shelf to get the door and when she gets the door she trips falls hurts herself she's like okay the pain the pain will sustain me till I get a book it's a it's a badge of honor and she goes looking through the house and the house is really small it's just three rooms or four rooms if you want to look at it you have the bedrooms which is for everybody oh the the, uh, the whole family shares the bedroom you have the kitchen which is the also the living dining 
main area for everyone to come together. It uh, also has like a little workstation set up there. And then you have the storeroom. Which is filled with some wood and some other things and maybe some preserves. Nothing crazy. And it's and the other door is another door. She can't open it. It's probably leading outside. She doesn't know. And as she can't find she thinks, figures out, maybe because they're poor, they can't afford a book. Because back in the past, only wealthy people could afford books. So maybe there's no books. Because books are very expensive. So maybe they're just none in the house. And maybe she can find a calendar, or maybe she can find a newspaper or something. I think at this point she would read the back of a, of a food label. I think it's- she'd read the... Reader's Digest from like 40 years ago. But she can't find anything. And when her Nothing. family comes back, the house is trashed and she's sobbing on the kitchen table. It's like, I just want a book. Why can't I have a book? And her family's perplexed by what the hell's going on with their daughter who was like dying a week ago. Now she's talking gibberish. So eventually she comes up with the idea that, okay. As she goes to this world, she learns about her family. Her father is a guardsman. Her mother is a seamstress. And her sister is about to have her baptism. Because in this world, when you become seven years old, you go to the church, become baptized, and then you could become an apprentice. And she's going to become a seamstress like her mom. Yep. Which is nice. But right now, what her job is, is she goes into the woods and gets firewood and collects fruits and things like that. That's what the little kids do. That's what all the little kids do because they don't sit there. The only one who's not doing anything is mine because mine is pretty sick. And she's like a little, she's very frail. Her body's frail and she's afflicted with something. She'll constantly pass out and she'll feel really hot. Eventually, her mom takes her out. She sees the city, how big it is and how it's very medieval European. All the houses are very tall, which is actually really cool looking. I love the fact that they have that little nuance. And then she discovers that there is lettering. Well, numbers. And her mom teaches her the numbers. So there must be some type of writing. Because all the shops don't have signs. They have images. So it's like uh, the butcher shop, it's a pig. Uh, The armor shop, it's a shield. Just very simple. But the numbers are, there's a number symbol. So she knows that. And eventually, um, after her being horrified by seeing an animal being killed because... That is horrific. It's not like nowadays. If you're used to modern day earth and, you know. And you're not a farmer. And you're not a farmer. And you're from, you maybe work in a bookstore. And so you're from, you know, I don't know, say Japan. You're not going to see a whole lot of chickens being killed in front of you and them hanging upside down, like waiting for people to eat. But if you're from this world... And your way of living is a lot different than you hunt and cook and butcher your own livestock and things like that. And so she is in tiny in this frail body and she sees chickens hanging in an open market and she sees one get its head chopped off. And sees blood and and she gets horrified. That's all she can handle. So she passes out. Her mom is freaking out, doesn't know what to do. She's like, I'm, I'm not doing well. How about this, mom? You go shopping because she's like, I can't do anything if you're if I take care of you. And not being mean, but like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't leave you alone. But it's like, look, I'll stay here at this shop. They'll watch me. You do your shopping. And she politely asks, can I please stay at this shop uh, while my mom shops? 
And the guy says, oh, the owners say, okay. And as she's in there, she sees a case. And in this case, there is a book. One book. And she could not be more excited. And she's like, what is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? It's like, it's a book. Uh, unfortunately, one of the lords couldn't pay his bill, so he left his book here. But I can't sell this because no, um, only lords can buy this. Noble people can buy it, so I'm kind of stuck right now. And she's like, can I look at it? I just want to hold it for a second. And she's kind of acting a little like a crackhead at this point, where she's like, she's jonesing for a fix. And he says, no, I, I, I can't trust you. I don't know where you, you know, I don't trust you this. And she gets really mad about that, but she goes home. She's frustrated, like, it's not fair. The wealthy, rich people won't let me look at their books. Because in this world, the Gutenberg Press wasn't invented, so everything has to be copied by hand. So books are very laborsome, and they're very expensive, because copying by hand, you're using parchment, not paper, which we know. So she gets a brilliant idea. I'm going to make my own book. And that is the crux of this series. It is the first story arc, anyway. It is her trying to make a book and her failing miserably at this. It's you see her, you see her fail in crazy ways because she doesn't know how to. She knows how to make books, like with, like paper with milk cartons, things like that. But there's no corrugated paper in this world, so she has to figure out a new way to make paper. So And that doesn't work. So first she says, okay, I'll just do what the Egyptians did. I'll make papyrus, which you use reeds for. But she doesn't find reeds. She makes something else and it fails. Miserable because you have to weave and she doesn't know how to weave. No, she was doing a good job weaving, but it was tiny. Yeah. So then she tries using clay pots or, or clay tablets because that's the next thing. Which so seems like a brilliant, brilliant idea. So, but the first problem is that she first makes it because she, she's able to convince her sisters to go to the forest. Well, the deal is she can go into the forest to make these tablets if she's able to walk from her house to the gate. The gate. And that's like a two-mile walk. But her frail little tiny body has struggles with it. It takes her a while to do it, but she eventually does it. Also, during this time, she also learns how to write. Uh, she it determines that her dad knows how to write and her his boss knows how to write because the guardsmen have to read be able to read the nobleman's papers and stuff like that. And at first she tries to beg for paper, they can't give it to her because it's worth two months' salary for a guardsman. So they give her what they call a slate. It's chalk and a chalkboard. So she at least gets that so she can write a little bit. So she knows how to do that. And then she goes from there and she just starts working on it. And from where the mangas end I think she now has an idea of where she's going at this point. Uh, only made it three volumes in. At this point, she's determined the right method to use it. She's going to be using this plant that's super destructive. That's like a super weed that it'll destroy an entire forest if it's let loose. But she's like I quickly too, like really, really quickly. And she's being helped by this kid named Hans, who is like. A neighborhood kid who hangs at her, his big brother likes her sister, and Hans likes mine. However, where in the manga where we're at, Hans straight up says, "You're not mine, are you?" Because you have who are you? Because she has weird ideas. She has her hair up in a hairpin, which no one knows what that is. She comes up with things like shampoo 
and uh, brooches, and no one's ever heard this before. They think it's brilliant. And they're willing to buy it, and she talks like an adult. So. He basically says, where is my mine? And that's where the manga leaves off right now, because we don't know. Um, but, however, I've got to say, the series is very well done. And one ironic thing. Now, this is being released by, like I said, J Novel Club, right? Right. They release a lot of light novels and all that. It's a subscription service. And since this is a series about books, you would think there would be a tangible actual Tonkabon. You could buy right. in the bookstore. Nope. It is a digital copy you can only get. Now, the light novel has a actual printing, which we got for free at Anime NYC. But the manga, there is no Tonkabon right now. I would love this to be a Tonkabon. I'd love this to be an actual physical manga. I would totally buy this right now. But unfortunately, it's only digital. So it's kind of a subscription service at this point. But I'm going to say it's pretty engaging and intriguing. Now, the one thing is it focuses primarily on mine or Urano and her concept of if there aren't any books, I'm just going to have to make some in her get to attitude. And she pushes so hard to do this. And also modern conveniences that she took for granted that she's obsessed with. Like one of the complaints in the first volume is her family's talking about how weird she is now and like she doesn't re- like she doesn't realize how hard it is for us to get hot water and she wants to be scrubbed down every day. Yeah, that's normal to I feel clean and bathe and oh by the way, the water you get is from a well downstairs. You live in a five story walk up. And she's and she but it's not that easy. Most of them aren't that clean. They're not that they don't really take baths. The places They're also not that dirty either. Don't get us wrong. It's just that's part of the society. They they wipe themselves down. They're they're not bathing every day. So as she starts to develop different um, things, people start getting interested. But the like the wealthy will bathe every day, but they're not wealthy. They admit that they're not wealthy. At one point, they don't they're... have the means to fill a bathtub every day. Or or do any of the other things. So they don't... The other thing is that uh, they talk about how she's become a neat freak. Like, they're saying, it's weird that she wants to clean the whole apartment. And that's like, why are you complaining she wants to clean? It's like, no, she wants to use water on the floor. It's like... For us, it's, okay, she wants to mop. But for them, it's like, what the hell's going on? You have to go down to the well to get that water. And she's just slowly going more and more just... And she's bringing new concepts, and I like that. For most Isekais, I get very... You've heard me bitch about Isekais. Last episode, I bitched about the Isekai. That it's, oh, it's a world where she's, you know, she has magic powers and this and that. Or it's the character is super overpowered or super advanced or super abilityed or is turned into a creature. Or, like, in I Got Resurrected to Slime, he's super slime. He has all the powers that everybody has. In Rise of the Shield Hero. He has has the shield powers and can level up and do all of that. And last episode, it wasn't that. It was just she has the memories and she ends up being all paranoid and coming up. And 
my, my next life I'm a villainess, she has to figure out what she's going to do. In this one, it's not that simple. It's not that she knows what's going on. It's She just got reincarnated into a new world where, one, there are no books, and she's obsessed with books. Two, it's lower technology than what she's used to. And three, She's people, a little girl. The thing that we didn't bring up is that she is very ill. She has a disease which we discover is called the consumption. And it's... But it's not like consumption that we know from, like, tuberculosis. This is, you know, most noble people are born with some kind of magic inertly in them. And in unless that there are some special treatments for that, um, which are very expensive... You know, if you're poor and you're born with some magic inside of you, it will consume you from the inside out. And that is what what mine has. She has some magic in her that she doesn't know about. And lo and behold, it's consuming her. It's a weird fever that she gets. All of a sudden, she'll get really tired easily. And the thing is that we notice in the series is that when she is very optimistic, when she's focused on this book project... The disease goes, it, it lowers. It becomes more dormant. However, when she faces a defeat or she gets frustrated. The disease kind of like takes over. And it gets very dangerous and hot. Like at one point it was going to kill her. It was going to kill Ureno and then mine would not, you know, there would be no mine. And the only thing that saved her is she's talking, Hans's is like, please mine, come back, please come back. Which is kind of, we could assume is his... Uh, his would you say it's his lover's um, pro- proclamation, him proclaiming his love? As much as a little kid could, yes. Because they're like only six years old. They're little. They're cute. Now the art style. Uh, I've got to say, I really do enjoy the art style for this series. It's it's very detailed for what it is. I do love the design of the world. It's very. I don't want to say it's Roman-esque, but it's it's a weird mixture of Rome and England in the Middle Ages, but there's some modern elements to it, like the fact that everybody in the poor section lives in five-story houses, which is very strange to me. It's like they're just row houses filled with apartments, and it's weird, because I would never think that there were apartments like that in the Middle Ages. It's like a Middle Age metropolis. Yeah, I mean, when you see the design of the city, it makes sense. Like, the slums are in the south, and the wealthier are in the north, and there's a gate in between. That makes sense. And we do get to see more of it because mine becomes the assistant to uh, Gunther, her dad's... Was he a supervisor, or it's his his his, his parallel? Uh, Almost like a protege. He has to... Yeah, Otto is like his assistant who's younger than him who does all the paperwork. And so she's Otto's assistant. The deal is if she works for him, he will give her slate and give her the pens to write on it. She barters, basically. And eventually found that he used to be a merchant and he may have some connections that could work for her later on in the future. And it leads to some funny things because she learns that he's teaching her how to read in this world. And she's all about it. She is there, ready to learn, ready to go. And at one point, he's teaching the new kids how to become, you know, they're going to become the new soldiers, and he has to teach them how to read. And it turns out he doesn't he doesn't teach well. She becomes the teacher. She's like, okay, okay, class, come here, come here, do this. And it's not necessarily that he's a bad teacher. It's just there's no, like, 
direct setup for for schooling and all of that. So, you know, here's mine who knows how to do a lot of that. Just who went to school and knows who went to school who can who can teach and help other classmates and things like that. Who loves books and has a, a tenacity for reading and and here's these little boys in here and she's like hmm maybe it's time to switch subjects we're starting to lose the boys and this is what you guys are gonna do at home and come back ready to to learn tomorrow and you know and this makes her getting a bit of a, a legacy behind her and I've got to say it's intriguing and I really do enjoy. It's a super cute series. I do enjoy this manga series. I really do. Um, it is a little different than the anime which we've been watching. It goes further into her mindset and also it does focus on the family as well. Like like I said, it focuses on mine a lot, but it does go into like some of those things of when mine is asleep, the family does notice something is wrong, but they're ignoring it. And Hans, on the other hand, we get into his headspace of what he thinks. He thinks she's a monster or she's a witch or she's a something's weird going on. Like maybe it's a ghost possessing her. She doesn't know. Well, technically it is a ghost. Basically, yes. But yeah. Uh so super cute series. Super great series. Now out of our now art style, best character I think is gonna be well, mine is a great character. I think Hans is the best, is the MVP of the series because he does everything for her. He like he just he decides to leave his family's uh, business where he's gonna be grooming to. But he's also one of the youngest kids in his family, and there's a whole bunch of boys, and therefore not as much food. You know, food goes fast, pecking order, and he shows up hungry and. She looks at this byproduct and figures out that she can make pancakes out of it. And she makes pancakes, which are inexpensive and filling and yummy and scrumptious. And she feeds him. She feeds his belly when he's hungry. And he says right then and there, like, I will do whatever you need. I will be your your person, basically. And But he, I, did, he was that beforehand. When he first saw her, he was like, I like you. Yes, he was like that beforehand, but even more so because they know that she's delicate and weak and there's some kind of sickness that everybody pulls together to protect her. But I like that about Hans. He's willing to protect her, and I think he is the MVP of the series so far. Um, There are hints that there's some other characters who may show up. I'm intrigued by this, and what I know that the light novel is going to go way further into this because supposedly... All of these chapters are like the first three chapters of the light novel. So I'm intrigued to see where it goes. We'll review that when we do the light novel. But for this series so far, three volumes in, Super I am enjoying cute. it. If you like books, you'll like this. Um, the only only complaint, the only thing which drops it down is the fact that there is no physical copies of it. You have to have a credit card and join J Novel Club. Which isn't a problem. I like J Novel Club. Don't get me wrong. But... You have to read it online. You have to read it online or on a Kindle. And for a series which is about making books, it's kind of a... Ironic. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little irony right there. I hope that they do release a manga version of it, though. They definitely deserve to. A physical, tangible version of it. So for that reason, I'm going to have to give this a... Borrow Friends 
J Novel Club code <laughs> and don't return it until you finish the series. <laughs> That's I know because you can't borrow from Fred, but you can borrow their code, borrow their ID code. That's what I would say. Uh, what would you give it? Borrow from a friend's Kindle. So you wouldn't go. You wouldn't give it the really, really, really. I think no. I'm I'm sticking to it. Really, 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 super sweet. Oh, you're gonna be nice, even though it's a sentence series. Okay. I like it. So yeah, she gives it the highest rating. I give it the second highest rating. I think the only thing that lets it down is that physical thing. I would love to see this as a physical novel. So Jay Novel released this as a physical copy, and when we review the light novel we are going to be posting about it so let us know either that or stay tuned for when i start complaining that zan has printed this out and is binding it himself no but or send us more we we would totally review a live action <laughs> totally. version send it to us let us know um if you haven't read this check us out let us know what you guys think email us zansparkin.com or sparkin.gmail.com facebook twitter instagram comment in the show notes leave us a comment on youtube and follow us on instagram comment below we're going to be putting some images of some of the cool stuff and we may be putting the picture of the poster we got which is the first copy of the light novel hooray also it's kind of creepy that she gets a knife at like six years old it's kind of creepy it's a tool they need it for everything she's supposed to also go picking up wood and things like that Oh, one before i forget one last thing that is interesting that is not in the anime that is in the manga is that she makes candles and she makes it to deodorize herself. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. It she uses it to deodorize the house. And she puts leaves in it so it smells good. It she, is not weird. And she teaches her mom, Oh, you, why are you using that stuff? If you melt this up, you could get the best part of the of the oil. And that's the best part to make the clearest and most effective um, candles. And they're going to sell a bunch. And that's what happens. She makes money for her family. But anyway, uh, so... Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. And let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. And what are we talking about? We're talking about that one. That only. The Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga. Except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? I'm so glad you asked. It is a super cool wheel with 10 slots on it that a fan made for us. And you spin it to see what it lands on, and then we read it. Yes, each number has a title on it, so we spin it to a review, and we've got some interesting titles on here. Now, which of these titles are you most intrigued in? Um, That time I got reincarnated as a slime, Snow White with the red hair. Snow White with the red hair. Spin for Snow White with the red hair. Here. No uh, love for Boku Ben? Uh, Boku Ben. That's a, that's a fun uh, harem series. We haven't had one of those. Well, no. Last episode was reverse harem, so it doesn't count. The Alchemist Who Survived Now Dreams of a Quiet City Life. Non Isekai series, surprisingly. That's a time travel series. No, different than an Isekai series. So, to, so, so far we have, in this we have two, three Isekai series. No, two Isekai. No, hold on. Three Isekai series. We've got three alternative reality series, and then we have whatever the hell Gal Gohan is, which I think that is a girl likes her teacher and she's creepy. I think if we spun for it and got it, we would find out what it is. True, so let's spin and see what we're reviewing the next episode. I'm excited. Bum ba da dum!
I got some stuff on the wheel, so I'll edit that ben. Out later. What is it? What is it? What is it? Number eight. That time I got reincarnated as a slime. Yes, or my slife. So we're going to be reading a manga that's really popular right now because people love the anime. And there may be a picture online of us on top of the Slime Coon Tower. Pile. Oh, those were a lot of Slime Coons. That was a lot. So yeah, so another Isekai series. I really should start taking these Isekai series off of the, the men, shouldn't I? Yeah. Just a little bit. But yeah, and the movie's coming out too. So that's not, not terrible. It'll be good. So yeah, so... Guess that's it for this episode. Um, if you guys hope you guys had fun listening to us while you go to your Thanksgiving stuff, and happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Hope you guys are doing good. If you don't celebrate, happy Thanksgiving. Have a great week. We will see you next week, and next week's gonna be awesome because my birthday's this weekend. Woo! Woo! Yeah, so we're gonna be doing that as well because it's my birthday weekend. So might release some stuff, might not. So that's it. Uh, so with that in mind, read more manga. I'm your Hosan. I'm Greta. We're gone, so we'll catch you guys next time.